Hey, I'm Bree. I'm Jen. And I'm Emily. We're going to talk about how crazy life can get while building a successful business and raising a young family. It may get messy. It's always messy. (laughs) But we're going to get real and talk about the highs and lows that come along with these different phases of motherhood. We hope you join in on the community that we're building of like-minded moms as we continue on our mission to find the balance. Good morning. Welcome back to The Balance. We're excited for the three of us to be sitting down with you today. Plus, Mr. Banks, he's on board for a good episode this week. He is. He is strapped on me because that's the only way I can do anything right now. So <laughs> that's the way to do right it. right here sleeping for now. So hopefully he stays that way for the next 20 minutes or so. Oh my gosh, I love <laughs> it. I, I think he's been a total champ. I really have not heard him, you know. Well, that's because I left the studio last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apart from that, that was like the first time. I'd say he's got a pretty great track record uh, well let's knock on some wood and then we'll start recording <laughs> oh my gosh how was both of y'all's weekend it was good it was good we um we actually had a pretty chill weekend we're kind of in between sports season we go right back into it next weekend um so it was nice so we, you got one weekend at home we did yeah we hung <laughs> out we went to epcot um we had friends in town so oh yeah you guys should know that um the berries them. are a Disney family now. We are a Disney family, guys. We bit the bullet. Well, I shouldn't say we because <laughs> I was very against it. Well, because <laughs> she hu- did my it. Husband, like she did it like the weekend after she had the baby. Had a baby. <laughs> he was two weeks old. <laughs> two weekends after and, she had the baby, and she didn't do anything. Taylor bought the passes. Just so everybody's aware, <laughs> Emily, this was not Emily's idea. Which is surprising because you guys have probably learned by now. Emily is like the fun mom and wants to do all the things. Yeah, but I am. She wouldn't usually pick Disney. She'd pick SeaWorld or something like that. Crayola. Yeah. yeah. Those, those are my things. <laughs> but like a frequent flyer pass to Crayola. Yeah. 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 Taylor's friends have Disney passes. Like their families do. So I think that that kind of like egged He him was on. having FOMO. Yeah. Yeah. Because like all, so like the guys and the big kids would just like go randomly at night and like ride Tron or, you know, like do something oh, fun yeah. like that. And, um, you know, we have friends that work there, so, like, they could get mangated in sometimes, and it's always kind of a pain, right? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so we are official Disney Pass holders. And you're yeah. using We are passes. using Well, so, yeah, pass. you guys are having fun, though, like, going to the water park and yes. to the actual theme parks. Yeah, so we had a good time. We did that, and then we hung out with friends. And then um, Sunday, we just kind of laid low. We hit the brewery for dinner, um, and that was that's about it. The one over oh. off in Horizon West that's yeah. become oh, the most popular Oh, wait, which, spot. which brewery were you at? We were at um, NYBP, the New York Beer Project. It's in Horizon West off of Seidel Road, and um, we love it. It's a great, like, family-friendly place to bring the kids when there's football on. So I've been wanting happy. to try the New York Beer Project. I have some clients that love it, and they yes. spend so much time down there. But speaking of breweries, oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of breweries, have you heard of the Zymerium Meadery? I have meatery, not meatery, because that's what I thought it was the first <laughs> time I heard it. And I was like, M- a meat. M-E-A-D, meat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Bree, tell us about this. Well, because I'm it, like, like, I'm dying to try it. Well, it's amazing because I had no idea what meat was. But if right. you don't know, meat is the oldest form of alcohol. So it's not beer. It's not wine. It's its, it's, its own form of alcohol. And it's a gluten-free alcohol made from honey. Yeah. 
So that's why I think it's so cool. I just recently learned about um, the Meadery because it's off of Mills Avenue in downtown Orlando. They're doing an entire redevelopment of this whole Mills district and all around it in downtown. So it's really cool to see the new businesses that are coming in and pouring into the community. And this Meadery specifically, they um, harvest their honey from local honey farms. Which is incredible. So, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it what, what is the slogan? It's drink, drink mead, save, save the, the bees. bees. Because some of it's kind of, it goes back into the whole production. Yes. No, it's amazing. So they're taking this modern approach to making mead, but then they're also pouring back into the development and the economy of our local market here around Orlando. So it's open Thursday through Sunday. You can already go and check it out. You can try some of their oh, meads so cool. that they've won these special awards for. And I'm really excited about it. And who for knew? Sure. And Who I knew what it even was. I know, <laughs> I know, I know. And I know it's um, allergy season. I think like drinking local honey it helps is. with allergies, right? So I don't know. So maybe the go. alcohol works too. Well, Try and here's out. a fun fact for you guys. I didn't learn this from the meadery, but maybe they can chime in and help us with this. Um, honey, you can't flavor it, okay? Oh. Bees develop the flavor themselves. And so in order to get oh, different wow. flavors of honey, you have to actually harvest the honey in different locations of the United States. So, like, for example, the honey farm that we met recently, like, in order to get Orange Blossom, for example, you have to go to a certain place up north and then bring the honey back. You can't just make Orange Blossom honey. But then for allergy season, what they're saying. it's kind of like wine. Kind of, I think. Yeah, well, and then for allergy season. Are you saying Orange Blossom is only from up north, or do we No, I got it mixed up. okay, okay. Because I was like, don't we have oranges? We probably have Orange Blossom, but, like, lavender. Right, right, right. right. Like, you can't just make lavender honey. You go get it somewhere else. But for allergy season, what they say is to eat local honey around you because it has the allergens that you're allergic to. Right. So for those of you that don't know. That is true. Yeah, there's a honey hut. So there's a honey hut back off of Avalon Road, and they have local honey. Yeah. So how I learned this, there's a honey hut in Sorrento, Florida. Oh, look if that. you want to come check if it you out. Need Sorrento honey. Do they, have, <laughs> do they have the sticks though? That's what Ava. Yeah, they, ha- so they have the sticks and like we bought the like little jars and yeah. put them, took them home and made some biscuits. Look at me. I'm such a homemaker. <laughs> I was going to say, you made some biscuits? And I put the honey on it. Oh my God. But she was, um, the owner of the honey farm was there and she was telling us all about this. I'm like, I would have never known. I like, for some reason, because that's not my forte. Yeah. I thought you could just like make any flavor of honey you wanted, no, but they actually have to like, like the... The, the flowers that pollinate. Yeah, the, the region of the area. U.S. I don't know. I'm no bee expert, guys, so. but that's. A- <laughs> but here's something hilarious. This is, you guys will love this. So I'm such a beekeeper now. Okay, <laughs> um, the boys for Halloween, they're both being bumblebee, but then Blakely's being like a bumblebee. Oh, cute! Are you being a beekeeper? I'm the beekeeper. I love it. <laughs> really, I love it. So like, I, I well, and I call them like the bees. Yeah. So we have like the three bees, but they wanted to be transformers. So I was like, okay, it kind of goes. Right? <laughs> like, it kind of goes. So it that's that's oh, what that made me think of. <laughs> you, did you know that's what I was saying? Like the bumblebee transformer. <laughs> I just clued in. <laughs> so we have awesome. we have two bumblebee transformers. They're the same costume. They want to be the yeah, same transformer. Keep it simple. I offered Optimus Prime. No, nope. they didn't want that. Okay. And then Blakely is like a bumblebee with the wings and the stinger yeah. and the tutu. Oh God! Wait, are they the transformer pictures. costume that they can like lay down and it makes it? Like, no, a they and want they stand up. <laughs> I think I failed because that's what they wanted. <laughs> I thought that's what I got, but I just tell I'm like just curl up in a ball, just like you know, <laughs> just get, get in the fetal position. <laughs> Yes, you look just like a car. You look like a Camaro. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. 
<laughs> oh my god. That's oh, amazing. So I can't sorry, everyone. The pictures. <laughs> I don't know how we got here from the meadery, but that's where but, we're at. Well, we're, we're all gonna have like messed up Halloween costume family style too because we have um berkeley is supergirl cooper's superman so i got banks as like super baby outfit <laughs> and harper is being taylor swift and oh. i'm like well every little girl is being taylor swift finley my niece is being taylor yes, swift but every... she's being the cowgirl version okay yep yeah. Because there's yeah. a lot of different versions. Yeah. You guys know my obsession with this whole Swifty movement is is very real. No, I lied. I'm sorry. She's not being Taylor, so she's being Barbie. Yeah, that's uh, going to be those. That's what it was. Okay, I was too. like, wait a second. When you said that, I was like, I'm wrong. <laughs> but you know what? I bet you those are going to be the two most Those are going to be the two. It's going to be Taylor Swift and Barbie. Yeah. yeah. Yes. All the blonde wigs are sold out. We wanted to interrupt this episode of the Balance Podcast to give a shout out to our sponsor, The Posette Group. The Posette Group is a team of top producing agents in the Central Florida area, so if you're looking to buy or sell, please feel free to reach out. You can email us at info at or find us on YouTube. Search Ken Posek. I bet you know what, Em, I thought of you this past week because I was trying to go get like something Halloween and Target is like a Christmas explosion. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, Why? Wait till November first, but I guess that's not. See, how our Mount Dora's, our Mount Dora Target does not have anything Christmas out yet. It's still, it's like that's the remnants of Halloween. There's not like much because oh, no. it's been They've picked like, through. There's one or two aisles of Halloween, and the rest is Christmas. Uh, our Christmas stuff has it started coming out like a month ago. I mean, well, we had Christmas, Christmas clothes at Target, up. but not like Christmas. I oh, know we had Christmas decorations. Oh, stuff. well, I thought I'm, I'm here I'm for like, it. Go get the. The I'm jammies. Remember yeah. that one year where you were I ordered to Christmas pajamas in July because the year before I didn't get them. On yeah. December 24th. I already ordered mine like, too. And I already did Christmas pictures. I'm like, Bree's oh, on top of did. it. did. I saw that. Yeah. I don't know how you're doing it. Bree also had her wisdom teeth <laughs> taken out. <laughs> yes, so I did. Yes, I did. You are just taking care I'm of just not, I'm just knocking a lot of things out. Um so no, I just trying to stay on top of it. But yeah, the pajamas, um, I ordered them far in advance for the I, same reason. I actually haven't ordered ours this year. I need to go find. I like can't find any that I absolutely love. I feel like my kids are Bree kind of like sure hard ordered Hannah Anderson. Hannah Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime Hannah Anderson has a forty percent off sale, I just stock up and then I pick the ones that I want in a bigger size. And I yeah, that's that. the way to do it. Anyway, we're already talking about Christmas, but I think it's interesting because if you tuned in last week, we did talk about how we we're already planning forward for 2024, um, what our business planning actually looks like. Um, but obviously, a part of that is is looking and reflecting on some things we've all worked on in 2023, uh, mm-hmm. things that we will continue to work on. But either of you want to impart? I'll say drum roll is yeah. three things we're going to leave behind in 2023. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> that wasn't even planned, but it was like perfect. Yeah, we want to bring a little suspense to you guys. But no, we, we got to thinking is like, what what is, what is something we've learned in the journey of doing this podcast, starting this venture, being more vulnerable and sharing more with you guys as our listeners. And I think most importantly with ourselves, if you've listened through the duration of our first season together, you've probably heard different commitments that we've made to ourselves, mm-hmm. new hobbies that we've picked up, things that we've stopped doing, how we're trying to set better expectations. And so we narrowed that down to three things and we're excited to share that with you because we want to go into 2020 24 with just like the best year yet 
Kind of leaving yeah. some bad habits behind. Yep. Yeah. I would say my number one would be people pleasing and all the things that come with that. So I think I've been needing to leave that behind for over 20 years. Yeah. I was just going <laughs> to say that. That's, I think we all struggle deep. with that. that it's, runs it's a good deep, one. I think for, we for do. Some of us. Yeah. I think my main thing is not so much like, not that I don't want to make people happy, right? Like, definitely want to do that, but more so like, pausing before committing myself to something, making sure that it's something that I can handle so that whenever I do say yes, I can actually show up for people Mm -hmm. instead of getting myself to the point where I'm spread so thin because I'm scared to say no to people. When in reality, I think we would all rather hear the no because then we can prepare and make other arrangements, you know? Yeah. If I need help doing something and three people tell me yes, but really they can't commit it's better if they tell me no and I can find you know other resources or whatnot so I think it's more just being um, aware of what I'm committing to and the the promises I'm making and handling expectations that way because I think it's all it's honestly kind of flipped like I don't want to be a people pleaser but I do want to please the people that I'm committed to that you're committed to, to. well I mean right. I found myself in several situations this year where I give the reactionary yes mm-hmm. like you're yep. on the spot you give the rea- reactionary yes we're wired that way I think right. Right. yeah and then I end up having to cancel last minute and like the last thing that you want to do is let someone down last minute or yep. you're like just scraping to get there and be there but you're not really present or enjoying it because you have this other stress in the back of your head whether it's like with childcare or other work things that are on your plate that should have been done before you committed to this other thing so I struggle with the same thing I'm like if I could if I could go into 2024 and pause before answer and not give that reactionary yes even if it is a yes but I have more time to plan for that yes I think that's a huge win right to make sure yes is a yes or on the flip side a no is a no you know I think we've all probably passed up on some opportunities that we look back and say hey, you know, I think I could have taken that on mm-hmm. or that would have been something that I would have really enjoyed doing. So I yes. think it kind of goes both ways. I think it's it's not being, because we are wired to think, you know, well, what's going to happen? What does no look like? I think it's kind of rewiring our approach. And, and no might mean you have like a greater capacity in the things you have said yes to, you yep. know? So give yourself permission Yes. No, no, no can be a powerful thing um, when you're when you're allocating your resources, you know, correctly. Yes. Jen, what's the biggest one you want to leave behind uh, in 2023? Okay. Can you guys guess? Mom guilt. Well, I actually think no? for me, it might be more self-doubt. Yeah. Okay. Um, I can see that. All of these, I can sp- speak to all of them. Yeah. I think equal parts. Um, but for me, I, I think I have had a lot more of this more recently um, because I think self-doubt is married very, very closely to comparison, you know? Um, So I think when you're not, be it, be it the way you're parenting, be it the way you're conducting your business. um, I think if you, at any point, because we all lack confidence at certain points. Right. um, If you get too much into the trap of what everybody around you is doing, mm-hmm. how they're doing it, instead of getting really right with how you want your picture to look. Right. Um, I think I think that's when things become a little more clear. Um, so for me, the self-doubt piece is, is kind of remaining convicted in what I'm trying to do, both in running my business and in parenting. Because I can tell you right now, it really hits home... Um, And it resonates with me on a parenting level because there's so much out there that kind of runs counter to, 
how I was raised. And yeah. I know times have changed, but there's certain values and foundations that I believe in, you know? Right. So um, the self-doubt piece for me is like, you just got to cut cut it out when you're kind of in that cycle yeah. um, and get clear with yourself. So I think that more so, I think the mom guilt, I've gotten a bit better at managing, you know, but all of these um, ring really true, I think for all of us, Yeah, you know? No, I agree. And I think the third, the third one is, you know, mom guilt, but I think the people pleasing the self-doubt and the mom guilt, you know, with the new boundaries that I think we've all established yeah. throughout, really, I, I would... Um, you know, give the props to our podcast. Like it's helped yes, us yeah. internally. Hopefully you've had a takeaway, but like with a the, therapy session. yeah, <laughs> with the new boundaries, I think we are a lot more confident in our decisions and we can leave a lot of that doubt or guilt behind. And is it still going to be a part of some of the day to day? Absolutely. But again, I I'm really setting, um, a bar for myself going into 2024. Like there's, yeah. there's really no space for that. And no. if, if I don't create the space, maybe it doesn't have to be there. And I'm yeah. excited to see what a year without those things might look like. I think, and I, I think we can all say the growth just, you know, from the time we started this podcast to now, um, it's held us accountable to face certain, you know, yeah. things that we need to to pay attention to, you yeah. know? So I think it's really powerful when you do reflect, you know, it's never too early to reflect on on kind of some revisions you want to make in your day-to-day um, so that you can start 2024 off with systems and a level of confidence knowing what you're, you know, what you'd like to set your sights on. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I totally agree. Yeah. Um, so I think that moving forward in 2024, it'll be interesting to kind of see how how our year plays out. It won't be a long, it won't be um, a while until we can actually evaluate that. But <laughs> I think that we've all made some progress this year, um, and I think the main thing is like learning how to set those boundaries, whether that be with mom guilt, with people pleasing. Um, I think that this podcast and just getting in here and talking to each other about kind of what's going on every single week has has really helped us. Um, define those boundaries. I think it's created an awareness as well in Mm -hmm. all of us, you know, sometimes Um, you feel like you're like drowning in it, you know, and then when you can actually talk about it, make yourself aware, set the boundaries. I agree. That's like been the biggest takeaway for me. Oh yeah. Over the last year. Huge growth. We got it all figured out guys. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, I have a, I have a topic for next week and I'm just throwing this out here now. So Jen and Brie might shut me down. But if you guys have listened this far and you have children, um, if you can reach out to one of us on um, like Instagram or something, shoot us an email. I am curious and I would love to have this be like kind of a discussion, whether it be next week or in a few weeks. Um, But about like everything with kids growing up in this day and age, right? So Uh like what age kids are getting phones and how parents are handling that. Um, Harper's kind of right there on that cusp. Where like a lot of her friends do have phones, yep. but some of them still probably won't have them for many, many years. Um, and like the chores, how your kids are participating in your household, because that is the one area of my life that I would love to redefine before 2024 so that we can have yeah. clear expectations. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Ooh, I, I love that That's too. really good. Yeah. So if you have something you can share with us, I, I love that idea. Because yeah. I do think we're navigating new, ter- not new territory, but... Over the course, I think specifically, I've encountered, you know, now that my kids are getting a little bit older and a little bit older, there's so many things that are new, 
navigating with children, you know? So I think it's it's really an important part to open our, our community of listeners up to this conversation. Yeah. So hopefully you guys took a little bit away. We are looking forward to hearing how you are planning for 2024 and kind of some of your goals. So have an amazing week and we will catch you next week. Bye guys. Bye.